It's Memorial Day weekend, and that means that the summer has started. But also here in the Commonwealth of Virginia, that means that we have another very important election, and that is our June primary for the General Assembly here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. It's Stay the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Laville. Stay tuned as we give you a preview of the June primaries for the General Assembly here in the Commonwealth. Welcome back. It's Stay the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Laville, and we want to thank you again for joining us on this beautiful Memorial Day weekend. We hope that you are enjoying yourself, your family is enjoying themselves, as many people come to vacation here in our beautiful beaches, uh, here in Virginia Beach and all over this Hampton Roads area. This is one of the reasons why I love this area. My family loves it, our friends. It is a beautiful area. Also, not just the, the, the beaches, but we know that the pools are open, the parks are open. And again, it is time to come and enjoy yourself, especially after we went through a couple of years of a global pandemic. You know, things are open. So again, welcome and thank you again and happy Memorial Day to you. We also want to salute all those that have served Uh, all those that have given the greatest sacrifice to our country. For this is a great country. This is our country, our land, and is a great place and great ideals under our country um, to be preserved, to be fought for, to be cherished. And for that, along with all those that I've served with in the U.S. Army, of course, in my family, my father, my grandfather, my uncles, my cousins, my aunts, also all of my friends and those and everyone, everyone that served, thank you so much for your service. We honor you for all that you have given to us. As always, I'd like to thank you, the listener, and the supporters, as we broadcast always from the campus of the largest, the best, Historically Black College and University, HBCU, in the country and in the Commonwealth of Virginia, here at the Norfolk State University on WNSB Hot 91, the soul of VA. Again, I'd like to congratulate WNSB for the grand opening of this beautiful studio that we we are broadcasting in. It is absolutely phenomenal, state-of-the-art. Those of you that are advertising on the station, those of you that want to come on the station, make sure you do. I mean, thank you for your for all that you do and those that want to. Come on in. It is a great place. It is a great place to be, great place to advertise, great place to do business. We are open. So hats off to the general manager, Maynard Scales, and all all of his staff and colleagues and all the student workers that are here. And last but not least, you know, we always have with us our producer, uh, Marvin Folks, also known as DJ Scandalous, who, of course, is the hardest working man in radio. You can hear him every day on the station from 2 to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday, Saturdays, and, yes, also on Sunday, which is why I call him the hardest working man in radio. And, again, we'd like to thank you, the supporters, for supporting us because without you, the listeners, we couldn't do what we do. We're going into our third year, our third year of Say the Water, a show that I created to bring movers, shakers, and policymakers to you, the listeners, and the community to discuss issues that are important to you. And one of the major issues that I felt was that we needed to discuss here in this area was politics. Politics, 
you know, politics, a lot of people say, oh, I don't want, there's, the, we hear the commercials at the time during the election. Yes, we do. Um, and that's the only time we hear from politicians. But really, there's more to it. It's not just about the the advertisement. It's not about just about the races, but it's about the people. It's about the policies that they will create to help govern you and, and champion your causes. Every community is unique. Every community is special. Every community here in the Commonwealth of Virginia is a very, very, very unique and special place. With that, we also need people that understand, citizens that understand our issues, citizens that understand our ideas, citizens that understand what we want and how we want our lives to be governed. And with that being the case, we have to elect those individuals. So by electing those individuals, we now have the opportunity in order to bring people to the legislature to represent us, to make sure that they are given all our concerns, all of our issues to the lawmakers where in Richmond. So with that, this June, well, actually, early election, early voting has already started, but this June, we will, as a matter of fact, June 20th on Tuesday, we will elect at 8 p.m., 8.01 p.m. We'll have all the results in and we will elect the individuals that we want to represent us in our primaries in the general election. Now, what does that mean? That means that we will now elect individuals that will run on the Democratic and the Republican ticket in order to, in the general election in November, in order to determine which person will represent our issues in Richmond. So let's break this down just a little bit, because I want us to really understand what's happening here and how important this race is, this election is. So in this, in the odd years in here with 2023, all 100 House of delegates and 40 state Senate seats are up for grabs, according to Wavy. In addition to that, many local races, local level races, are also up up for grabs. Now, voters, you'll have to pick on before you pick the uh, general election ballot. Our primary elections are the ones that are underway. Now, early voting started in May on May 5th. What does that mean? That means that you can vote in person or absentee in person voting all the way up from May 5th, all the way up to June 17th. And that's because early voting was championed by the last legislature uh, under former Governor Northern. In other words, we had an opportunity to you know, bring in individuals uh, who would um, say, hey, I want to go to the poll and vote, but I don't want to go on that particular day. So you can go in and vote for 45 days before the election. Absolutely phenomenal opportunity to open access to the ballot box. This provides access to the ballot box. When many other states are rolling back access, the Commonwealth of Virginia is doing the right thing and giving access to all voters, all voters. This is not a, you know, uh, a, a liberal or conservative idea. It's not a Democratic, Republican, or independent. It is a, it is a issue and a good thing for our democracy, voting, having individuals that are able to go out and vote when you can. 
many of us work many different jobs and many of us have more than one job, <laughs> you know. So being able to vote on that particular day may cause a burden. But for you to be able to participate in what we have as our in what we have as our election, the one of the greatest tools that we have if free and fair elections, which we don't have in all the world, is phenomenal. So you can vote early. So you're able to go in and vote, and you can do so at your local um, clerk of courts. You can go downtown and vote in person. Again, absentee, no questions asked, and vote in that particular primary. Now, let me. what I want to do now, I want to start to break down this particular election in this race and why it's so very, very important. So let's let's take a look at it. This election is so important because we're going to we have a a changing of the guard. Again, 140 seats are up for election and the changing of the guard in that particular in these races, you will have a a, a litany of individuals that have retired or decided not to run again for whatever reason. Now, what is the big reasoning? redistricting and I want to go I want to talk about redistricting in just a moment but let me tell you here and here how major especially in Hampton Roads uh, the retirements are in the political field it's going to look much different as a matter of fact we have the Senate minority leader Tommy Norman long-term Republican out of Williamsburg who's retiring Delegate Eileen Philicorn, who's, who's a Democrat out of Fairfax, who's a former uh, uh, head of uh, leader of the Democratic Party, Speaker of the House. You have Delegate Glenn Davis, Republican out of Virginia Beach. You have Senator Lynn Wood Lewis, Democrat out of, out of Aquamac. And you have Delegate Mike Mullen, Democrat out of Newport News, my good friend. And not only that, but you also have a race where because individuals are going to square off against each other, they we're going to lose one of two decorated senior senators in the House, I mean in the Senate. And that is no other than current Senate President Pro Tem, uh, Louise Lucas, Democrat out of Portsmouth, and also Senator Lionel Spruill, Democrat out of Chesapeake. Why is that? That's because in the new Senate District 18, this particular election merged these two are over what we call overlap um, these districts so with that what's happening is that now either Senator Lucas or Senator Spruill will not be in office after November one of them is going to lose a primary so I'm going to go back and talk about the impact of that moving forward, but I kind of want to give you a glimpse of, you know, what we're, what we're looking at, okay, and how important this is. And then also want to let you know that, hey, you can, uh, where you can go vote, what you can do, and, and, and so forth. But I'm going to break down a few of the districts as well in this area. So before we do that, let me go to redistricting. Let me talk about that just for a moment. In 2022, you know, uh, we have a new map that was approved uh, where individuals, well, redistricting itself, what happens every 10 years, the U.S. Census is taken, and based upon the U.S. Census every 10 years, population shifts. 
So you have people, some people that are moving toward uh, this area and moving away toward this area. And because of that, you have to now redraw the districts based upon population because the population dictates how districts are drawn uh, in which individuals run. With that being the case, with these districts being drawn in this way, uh, you have now some districts that were well-established where population was lost. And now you have to redraw it in order to uh, account for population growth or population loss. With that being the case, in voting districts, and because of the uh, Voting Rights Act, both on the state and federal level, you also have to take into consideration the old uh, discriminatory laws uh, for drawing districts that disadvantage certain groups, more specifically uh, African Americans and other what we call minorities in the country. So you have to make sure that the districts are drawn in a way that doesn't disadvantage uh, uh, minorities. Now, what is this called? This, you know, you could do it, do this through dilution of districts. You could do this through gerrymandering. You could do this through packing. These are all techniques and terms, techniques that were utilized in order to disadvantage these voters. Because why? Voting is very powerful. It's the way that we dictate and control our lives through policy. Now, move, if we move forward, the question now becomes, was it a good idea? We're not going to go back to it, but I've been on record to say that the way I think redistricting now is done, uh, it was a good idea on in theory, but in practice it had a few hiccups. But that's what we have. It's a constitutional amendment. And moving forward, we'll see what happens. However, what we do know is that the districts are now different and individuals now have to vote in these new districts and run in these new districts. So let's take a look at Hampton Roads. What will happen in Hampton Roads? What are some of the most competitive and notable primaries? How will these races uh, impact what we see in the future as it relates to who's representing us. It's Stay the Water. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Laville, and you're joining us for, on this Memorial Day weekend, for our June primary General Assembly election preview. Here, I'm breaking down the importance of the races that we have coming up, again, once again, in June, where you can vote for the individuals that you want to represent you come in Richmond. On June 20th, on Tuesday, you'll be able to go to the polls for the very last time and vote for the individuals that you want in order to represent you in your district, both on the Republican and also on the Democratic side. Early voting is currently happening now. It started May 5th, and it ends on June 17th. You can vote in person absentee and be able to vote for the person of your choice. So. Let's break down these races. What does this mean for Hampton Roads? Now, Hampton Roads itself is a very, very important uh, part of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Why is it important? It's the most, one of the most diverse areas in the Commonwealth. It is the most diverse region in the, in the common, Commonwealth. You have a large military presence. You also have a large university and academic presence. And in addition to that, you have a large population that's very diverse. Uh, individuals who are settled, individuals who are passing through, individuals that are being educated, individuals that are engaged in the political process. Not only that, but we also have a diversity of cities. 
And when a diversity of cities and municipalities comes a diversity of thought, diversity of traditions, diversity of, of communities. And with that, we're going to get a diverse group of representatives going to Richmond. But to represent us individually in our communities, in our districts, but also collectively as a region. So let's take a look at some of these matchups. Uh, again, according to Waving, you know, when we take a look at the matchup between Senator Lucas and Senator Sproul, this is by far the most publicized in Hampton Roads this year. As a matter of fact, uh, you've probably seen some of the advertisements. Now, with that, what we're going to lose one of those senators, and that's in Senate District 18 here in the Democratic primary. Now, what's happening on the Republican side you have uh, Tony Goodwin or Merle Travis Rutledge Jr. Uh, these are the two Republicans that are facing off in what's called a firehouse primary June 10th. Now, what is a firehouse primary? A firehouse primary is basically where the party actually chooses the representative to represent their party in the general election. So you're not going to so much have a vote. They're not going to be on the ballot. But the Republicans are going to handle this through their own process. And the Democrats have the same thing as well. This usually happens where the parties choose and are able to determine who will probably be the most competitive person uh, to run against individuals uh, in that particular uh, district. So that's what we're looking at in the 18th Senate District. Now, let's take a look at the House 94th District. This is the Republican primary. Now, according to Wavy, the race for the new competitive district is a new District 94. And this is the Ocean View, Willoughby Spit area. It was it will basically brought together voters from what's called the old 79th, 190th, 83rd and 89th districts, okay? And it includes the Republican primary with candidates uh, Amy uh, Chudzinski, Kenneth Gerald O'Brien, and Andrew Pittman. Now, these individuals will run, and the winner will face off against the Democrat Phil Hernandez, who actually lost in the 2019 general election by only 881 votes to Rob Bloxon. Delegate Bloxon in the old 100 district. Now, let me let you know what that translates to. 881 votes translates to a difference of 51.89% and 48.04% of the voting electorate. 51.89%. That's not even 2%. That's 1.89 plus 1 vote percent. If you don't think your vote matters, let this serve as notice. Your vote matters. So, once again, that is a competitive district here in the new 94th. Not only that, but we also have a new district. Senate District 21. Senate District 21, this primary, which is a Democratic primary, will pit two well-known Norfolk politicians, Andrea McClellan and also Angela Williams-Graves. Now, Williams Graves is a former Norfolk vice mayor and councilwoman who was elected to the former 90th district in the Virginia House, and she's currently running in the Virginia Senate very strongly. But this also, Senate District 21, combines most of the former districts 5 and 6, which are basically nearly all of Norfolk City outside of East Ocean View. Now, she will face off against Democrat, also a Democrat, and current Norfolk Councilwoman, Andrea McClellan, who also ran in a crowded 2021 field for lieutenant governor. 
And as of May 15th, McClellan has outraised Williams Graves by more than $130,000, according to the Virginia Public Access Project, also known as VPAP. Money means a lot in, in elections, and this shows that this is going to be a very, very competitive district. Now, let's take a look at Senate District 19, Republican primary. Republican Delegate Tim Anderson, also formerly 83rd House District, is not uh, primary. Is He's not the primary incumbent, Rob Bloxon, uh, in the new House 100 District. Instead, he's going to run in the heavily Republican Senate District 19, which features an entirely new 100% set of voters. Now, according to Wavy, in this particular uh, area, you have the Southern Virginia District and Chesapeake District. Now, he's going to be facing off of two Republicans in the primary, Jeff Bruzisi and Chrissy Craig and Myra Payne. Uh, now, these are the two lone Democrat. Uh, pretty much Myra, Myra, Myra Payne is the lone Democrat running. But, again, a new district, Senate District 19, is going to be extremely competitive. And out of this race, you're going to see a new politician emerge. House District 84. Again, Republican and Democratic primaries. In this particular primary, it is going to be very competitive. It includes mostly Suffolk voters and Alla White and Franklin and a small bit of Chesapeake. And who's running in this district? Former delegate Nadarius Clark. He stepped down from his old district. He's been on the show before. Uh, and also the more Democratic-friendly seat in, in Portsmouth, in which he represented, which was the 84. He is going to face Michelle Joyce in the Democratic primary. And in the Republican primary, Michael Dillinger and Rod Thompson or the Republican candidates. Once again, a very competitive district. We're going to see a new face emerge from this, uh, representing us in this area. House District 96, Democratic primary. Incumbent Kelly uh, Kelly Flowers Fowler will face off on three challengers in the District 96. Now, a large chunk of the uh, voters from uh, her former di- the former district in which she represented um, 21 will also be a part of this district, and it's Democratic leaning in the southwestern part of Virginia Beach. But she's up against Democrat Susan Hippen. Brendan Hutchins, and Sean Matero. No Republican has announced at this time. So it is possible. I mean, you're, you could probably get a Republican that will run um, in this particular race. But this particular race, more than likely, will have a, a Democrat representing it in November. Also, you have Senate District 17 in the Republican primary. Uh, Delegate Emily Brewer, previously in the House District 64, is facing off against Hermie Sadler, who is a former NASCAR driver. In this Republican primary, which is newly formed, Republican-leaning district, runs for Portsmouth, Suffolk, Alawite uh, counties, and also all the way to the west of Brunswick County. Now, the winner will face off against Democratic Delegate Clint Jenkins. The 95th House District, and this is the Democratic primary, in this particular race, you're going to have, which is a new district, 91% of southwestern Virginia Beach and 9% of Norfolk only. And in this race, you currently have two people running for the Democratic side. That's former delegate Alex Askew, 
who was in the House District 85 at the time, and then Richard Rick James, which is also running in the Democratic primary. Let's move to the House District 92. Now, for those of you uh, that are lived in Norfolk for a while, we know that uh, here in Norfolk State, we are in this new district, but it used to be formerly 89th district, but the primary is heavily Democratic and mostly formed with Delegate Jackie Glass, who represents the 89th, uh, now will be the 92nd. So essentially the race uh, for the delegate, no Republican has announced, uh, but it pits two politicians against each other, uh, Benita Anthony and Kim Sutherland. Uh, Southern Glass, who won the special election uh, to fill the 89th district in 2022, is now running for re-election in the new House District 93, which represents again Norfolk State, the interior of Norfolk as well. So, Jackie Glass, the former delegate, well, the current delegate from the former 89th, uh, will won a special election to fill that. Uh, she will run for re-election in the House District 93. And also in House District 92, which is also heavily Democratic, uh, it pits two new politicians, two newcomers, Benita Anthony and Kim Sutherland. Now, you also have some notable and common legislators who are not being primary. And what does this mean? That means that no one is running against them in their races. That is Barry, uh, right now, Delegate Barry Knight, Republican out of Virginia Beach, who is uh, the powerful chairman of the House Appropriations Committee. You also have Delegate Don Scott, Democrat out of Portsmouth, uh, who is also the House Minority Leader, and if the Democrats win, will be the first African-American male Speaker of the House in the history of the Commonwealth. You also have Senator uh, Bill the staff, Republican out of Virginia Beach, uh, that does not uh, have anyone running against him, and Delegate Robert Bloxon, Republican out of Accomack, who does not have anyone running against him. Now, if you are looking to register to vote, of course, the last day to register to vote is May 30th. May 30th is the last day for you if you want to vote in this election. It is Tuesday coming up. If you want to vote in this election, Tuesday coming up, your last day to register to vote. Again, your vote matters. Who can vote? If you have to be a resident here in Virginia, a person who's come to Virginia for temporary purposes and intends to return for another state, is not considered a resident for voting purposes. But a resident of Virginia, a U.S. citizen, a person 18 years old, now, any person who's 17 years old and will be 18 at the age of the next general election shall be permitted to register in advance and also vote in the primary, in any uh, intervening primary or special election. You can't be registered to vote in another state, not currently declared uh, un- incapable of, of participating or incompetent. And uh, if convicted of a felony, your right to vote can be restored so you can restore your right to vote in addition to that just also know that uh, you will need an id valid id to vote but even if you don't you can still vote by signing an id statement affirming your identity or vote via provisional ballot for those of you that want to learn more about these races and the candidates themselves you can also go to uh, the election website for Virginia, and also you can go to vpep.org, vpep.org. That's Virginia Public Access 
uh, project. It gives it gives you all the public information that you need to know about upcoming elections and also politics. Listen, one thing that we do know is that elections do matter. And this election is going to matter even more so than a lot others because we're electing an entirely new slate of legislators. The General Assembly will look different. About 25%, maybe 30 will be totally new faces on the Hill. That's a great thing because that means we have an opportunity again to make sure that your voice is heard. But we're going to do our our continue to monitor this and do our election preview the entire month of June. And we want you to be engaged. Go out and vote. Make sure your vote counts. And until next time, we want you to be safe. Enjoy this Memorial Day. Thank you for your service. And we'll see you next week.